Hello friends, welcome. I am so happy you found your way here. This is the Hello Redlow podcast and I'm your host, Terry Mullen. So pull up a chair or go for a walk, put on those headphones and let's just have a chat. Have you ever asked yourself what's next or who am I and what do I have to offer the world? If you have, then this podcast is for you and I understand because I have walked in those shoes. And if you're afraid, even better because I've been afraid too but we're afraid and we do it anyway. Hello, friends. Welcome to my very first podcast episode of Hello, Redlow. Thank you so much for showing up and for being here. I am so happy you're here. I'm sitting here with my cup of coffee, looking out my window, and just excited to have this conversation with you. So this is episode number one, and we are going to talk about courage. How fitting, right? We all need a little bit of courage and a whole lot of encouragement along the way sometimes, including me. Even though I am so excited to be here and to launch this podcast, it is still scary. And I would be lying to you if I told you I wasn't afraid. But courage isn't a lack of fear. Courage is being afraid and showing up and doing it anyway. It's showing up and being messy and doing it anyway. So here we are. I got thinking about these different moments in my life when my life has been very disrupted and how have I reached deep inside to find that courage and to move forward with my life. Well, my grandfather always taught me that you just reach down and you pull yourself up by the bootstrap, you climb up on that horse and you move forward. But it's not always that easy, is it? So I developed these different tools in my mind to help calm my mind and help me take that courageous action. I have this toolbox that helps me move forward. And if you're like me, you've had these thoughts, this fear wants to show up, keep you stuck, keep you scared, and keep you from taking action. It's those ruminating thoughts that tells you you're not enough, you're not smart enough, you don't have a college education, no one's going to listen to you. Well, that just keeps us from taking action and for going out and doing good things in the world. So I got thinking about this. It's really interesting because life has been so disrupted these last 18 months and we've all had to shift and pivot and move in a different direction. And we've seen this disruption both on a national level and a global level and it has affected us personally. We've had to shift and pivot how we work and where we work. Our businesses have had to really adapt through this pandemic and some have thrived and unfortunately others have failed. Relationships have shifted. People have moved to different states and different cities and for sure we have seen this health disruption, right? We've had this pandemic and it's been scary. We've had to dig deep inside and find that courage and take courageous action to go live our life. So I also think that sometimes disruption can be a very good thing. It allows us to look inward and to decide what's working and what no longer fits and get rid of those things that no longer serve us. It's an opportunity to step forward and pivot and shift with a business or a job or a move. And I'm not saying it's easy to do that, but it does give us that opportunity to shift our mindset and to try new things and to find that joy and purpose in our life. And for sure that happened to me during this pandemic. So 
we have all had these different pivotal moments that cause us to shift and and move in a different direction. And I think about those pivotal moments in my own life where I had to do that. And I've had those very pivotal times. And for me, that first one was in my childhood when my parents divorced. I was a teenager and I felt like someone just took that carpet right out from underneath me and I wasn't quite sure where to land. My parents were involved in a family business with my grandparents and we lived in this small town. My mom left and moved to California. I initially followed her, but then came back and bounced around a little bit and it was just so disruptive. And I went from this very happy, thriving, determined teenager to someone I didn't even recognize. I became very withdrawn and sad and I developed an eating disorder at 17. I became bulimic and that was carried forward well into my 20s. And fortunately, I got some outpatient treatment that really helped heal that part of my life. And then I had another disruption. I went to college. I was a really good student. I got straight A's and I was so excited to go to college. I wanted to be a doctor, but I chose a school out of state that I had never even stepped foot on the campus. So, you know, I <laughs> I didn't even make a great decision in, in at that time. And somewhere along the way in that first semester, I just realized this wasn't a good fit and I felt like a fish out of water and I just quit. I left. And there were a lot of other emotional things going on just because of my parents' divorce. And for so long, I carried around this shame and I felt like such a failure because I didn't finish something that was really important to me and I didn't achieve those goals I thought I would achieve. And then I realized that I wasn't the failure. It was just the experience that failed. And it's okay. We are allowed to take a detour in our life. We are allowed to pivot and say, this isn't working. And we're allowed to make a different decision. And I did pivot. I did take a detour. I went back to California and helped my mom start her business. She opened up a salon and I became a hairstylist. What I realized was that I had grown up in family business anyway, so I loved customer service. And it was never about the hair for me. It was about serving people and making that connection and helping people, helping people feel really good about themselves. Even though I was making them feel better on the outside by doing their hair, it was so much more. It was always about helping them feel good inside and really listening to them. And I've always been curious about other stories anyway. So I became really great at that. And then I went on to get married. I have been married for 31 years. And as I have said, it has not been total bliss. You don't stay married this long without encountering different bumps and different bumps in the road. And for anyone that tells you it is going to be easy is lying. Marriage is a lot of work. It's a commitment. It takes constant communication. And if I were to tell a young person today, I think it's so important that you are able to really communicate. You have to trust one another. And then you have to be able to resolve conflict. And how are you going to resolve that conflict? Because it's going to happen. And you're going to have things that arise in your marriage that are disruptive. And it'll really challenge you. It will really challenge you in so many ways. And for us, my husband experienced both a personal and professional disruption that really challenged our marriage. And it also challenged me. And along the way, he also developed some 
brain health issues that were very disruptive and I had to really dig deep and find my own courage and pull myself up by the bootstraps as my grandfather said and I went back to work and started over in my midlife and that was definitely a challenge it really affected our marriage and our family but we are now on the other side of that and I look back and I am thankful and realize that sometimes we're given these messes that help you take that mess and turn it into a message and go out and bless others in the world. And there will be another podcast episode that follows. My husband is going to come on. We're going to have a discussion about our life and marriage and share that with others. And I want to encourage you today, if you are at this moment in your life where you're experiencing this disruption, just face it. Don't run from it. Work hard to persevere and dig deep to find that courage because there is light at the end of the tunnel. So with that, what have I done specifically? Well, I created these different shoe personalities and you can go on my Instagram and click on the link in the bio and take this really fun quiz. There's just 10 short questions and it will tell you what shoe type you are. It's just really fun. I'm not a therapist or anything. I just did that just to be lighthearted and fun. But along with that, I've realized that we've all walked a different journey. We've walked a lot of miles and worn a lot of different shoes. And for me, those shoes have had a role in my life. And at different moments, those shoes have been something I've needed for a specific purpose. I have the courageous cowboy boot. I have the tenacious tennis shoe. I have the favorite flexible flip-flop the Faithful Flat, the Hello Red Low High Powered High Heel, and then the Radiant Ruby Slipper. So there's probably a part of me in each one of those shoes, and I needed to put those on at different moments in my life, different times in my day, or different seasons I've gone through. I've had to wear these different shoes at different times, and each one of them has a description and a meaning and a purpose. And when I took the test, interestingly enough, I was the ruby slipper, the radiant ruby slipper. And I thought, wow, that's really interesting. And the ruby slipper is about realizing that you have a brain, you have courage, and you have a big heart. And I hope this blesses you. Because for me, I realized that God did give me a great brain. I am smart. I know how to run a business. I know how to do hard things. And I think outside the box. I know how to be creative. And I am incredibly resilient. And I also have courage. God gave me incredible courage. Just because I'm afraid doesn't mean I lack courage. Because we can be scared, as I said, and we still move forward. And today is National Bravery Day. So a shout out to that. We are all going to be courageous, audacious, bold, do hard things, and do things that we've always wanted to do in life. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. If we fail, if we fall down, who cares. It's just a moment that we get to shift and pivot and try something new. And then I had to really accept and love that I have a big heart. That's really who I am. I am an empath. And having that heart, that big heart and caring about other people is not a weakness. It's a gift. It's a gift from God. And the world needs love, kindness, acceptance, and empathy. So I hope that resonates with you. I hope 
that you go out into the world and do some really great things. And I want to tell you that I wrote something to my 16-year-old self. I want to close with a couple things. I had written this letter to my 16-year-old self to tell her how proud I am of who she is. And I'm going to read that to you. You are amazing. You are so strong and brave. You have so much resilience. You are stronger than you could ever know. You have a big heart and so much to offer the world. And one day, dear one, you will give love to those who will receive it and will thank you. You are smart. I know you wanted to be a doctor, and you could have, but you became so much more. You are full of empathy. You listen to people. You look into their eyes, and you really see them. You understand them. You naturally find a way to connect with people and make everyone feel right at home. You will go on to be an amazing wife and mother, and one day, when you're driving on vacation, you are going to look back inside your car, and you're going to think that there was a moment in your life when you quit and you gave up, but you didn't. God gave you so much more than you could have ever imagined. You thought you were lost, dear one, but you never really were. You were always home. Home was you. Home was your soul and the spirit inside. God gave you many wonderful gifts to bless, love, heal, and guide others and make them feel safe. God gave you the gift to guide others home. And right now, wherever you are, I want you to click your heels together three times. One, two, three. And I want you to go home to you. I want you to trust and know that those amazing gifts that are inside you are meant for you to go out and be a light into the world and do good things and to serve others. And in closing, I want to share what I had written in an Instagram post to choose courage over fear. In closing, I want to share something that I wrote on Instagram a while back, and it is, today I choose courage over fear. And you're welcome to repeat this back if you'd like to. I choose to be authentic. I choose to be vulnerable. I choose to show up and be seen. I choose to let those I love know that I'm hurting, confused, uncertain, or afraid. I choose to be imperfect. Yes, I'm a recovering perfectionist. I choose to stand up for what I believe is right. I choose to do what I believe is best for my life, even when it's difficult. I choose to take the road less traveled, not just go along with others. I choose to create my own path. I choose to take a risk and not be afraid. I choose to see life as an adventure. I choose to live, laugh, and love. I choose to trust. I choose to be around those who show me I belong and accept my inadequacies. Most importantly, I choose to love my family and myself wholeheartedly. I choose courage over fear. And today, I choose that for you. So even as I'm closing in this very moment, ironically, or perhaps this is just a sign from God, I hear thunder. And I'm hoping by the end of the day that it rains and I see a rainbow. 
And I wish that for you. Have a beautiful day. God bless you. Take all that magic that's inside you and go let your light shine into the world. Because as Glenda told Dorothy, you have always had the power, my dear. You just had to learn it for yourself. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope this resonated with you on some level and you found a few takeaways. I would love for you to sit down in a quiet space and write a letter to your younger self and tell her how proud you are of her. And I will be back next week. It'll be the end of September and I will be talking about why I love September. I'm very excited about that episode and have a whole lot to say. So have a great week. Have a great weekend. God bless.